exasperated or what? Well, if you are, this is the podcast series for you because along with my co-host, Greg Greenberg, author of Effing Argentina, and I'm Tom Fox, we are exploring the current American psyche of being overworked, overleveraged, overwhelmed, overtired, and we're going to talk about exasperation. In this newest edition of the Compliance Podcast Network, we're going to unpack exasperation throughout, and as today's story uh, explains or details exasperation for every person in America. So I'm your co-host, Tom Fox. And I'm Greg Greenberg. That, that, this is a big order, a tall order you just set up there, Tom Fox. I'm the author of Effort Argentina, this book right here, and 10 More Tales of Exasperation. So this season on Effort Argentina, we're talking about exasperation. And each day, it's nearly impossible to complete a full day without lashing out at some object animate or otherwise, that's causing intense frustration, irritation. In today's episode, we explore exasperation on the New Jersey Turnpike, Tom. Uh, so, Greg, uh, I, I have to say this story has to be autobiographical. It has to be autobiographical for you as a parent, for you as a child, because I think everyone has experienced this, whether they've been a parent or child, and most of us have been one or the other. And you you go into each character's exasperation, and you really hit the mark for the mother, for the father, for the kids. Um, I'm, very, I'm so, very glad I raised your, your blood pressure, Tom. <laughs> I'm, I'm very glad I, I brought back all those vivid memories of frustration for you. Uh, so with the title of this book, I thought it was going to be it was the New Jersey Turnpike that was so exasperating, but that's just the setup. So what's the story and why is there so much exasperation in this family's car? So uh, when I was growing up, I grew up in New York, but we had relatives down in Washington, D.C., and we would travel uh, every Thanksgiving, which is a very busy travel day, uh, north to south on I-95, which is the New Jersey Turnpike. And I remember my dad, the dentist, having to leave work, get all the kids in the station wagon, three of us, uh, and my mom, and we would drive down. And what normally should be about, I don't know, four, a little over four hour drive can sometimes take five, six, maybe six and a half, maybe even seven hours because the New Jersey Turnpike just gets crammed. And my dad would, wouldn't really get a chance to eat after, you know, because you want to get on the, on the road as early as possible, but sometimes you just can't. He'd have that last patient in his dental chair. So it's a very autobiographical story, both as a kid being in the car saying, Dad, can we stop? I'm hungry. You know, at the Roy Rogers, somewhere along the turnpike, maybe outside of Delaware, maybe somewhere near Trenton or maybe somewhere near Baltimore. Uh, and from the parents' perspective, now I know it well, having two boys of my own who also, when you're driving down there in traffic for, to, to meet the family for Thanksgiving, it can get pretty tense inside that car. So there is lots, and I mean lots, going on here. Uh, first of all, the father has to get the orders, and that means everybody has to give their order. Then he has to communicate that order to an anonymous machine uh, that may or may not have a live person at the end. And then, of course, you have to get the order. But why don't you take us through the exasperation in each one of those steps, Greg? Well, look, if you're a parent and you're driving and you down uh, and you're it's a long trip and there's traffic and you finally get to the the rest area and you you don't want to get out because you're all settled in the car so you pull into the drive-through and you're speaking to that machine and there's a lot of cars behind you 
And you get the order, you want to get your wife's order, you get the kid's order, and everyone has something different on their burger, uh, something that they like or they may not like. And you got to get it perfect because if you don't get it perfect as you're traveling further down, uh, down south, you know, you don't want to have the wrong thing in your hands or your kid's hands when all of a sudden you're entering Delaware because you don't want to stop again. So that's the exasperation is when you're talking to that machine and that kid who's listening on the other side with the headphones on taking your order. And you want to make sure they get their order right. And you want to get that bag when they give you that greasy bag full of fries, which you dive into as you're driving because you're so hungry. And I know it's dangerous to eat fries and drive, but you have to do it, Tom. You just have to do it. So there was one very poignant scene. And as a lifelong mayonnaise hater, I completely understood it. Don't uh, like the stuff, Tom. Mayonnaise. Don't like it. That's clear. But why is it such a deal breaker for the narrator? Well, look, everyone has their peeves. Some, my sister doesn't like cilantro. You know, my brother doesn't eat tomatoes. I do not like mayonnaise. I don't want it on or near my sandwiches or my burgers. But for some reason, people put it on without asking. Uh, and imagine you're starving and you have two screaming kids in the back uh, and you've been driving for hours. You didn't really eat a big meal before you left New York. And you have a long way to go, and you know that. And you pull away from the drive-through, and you get the a sandwich with something that you just you're not going to eat if they give it to you. And it's it, that is really soul crushing. But you know you have a job to do. You're the adult in the car, and you just have to keep driving, and and subsist on that handful of fries to get you down to the Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, but there's one more part of this story that I thought was just fabulous. And we've talked about mothers throughout this podcast series. Uh, we have certainly talked about wives. But this story encapsulates something you said in an earlier podcast, which is where when you're married, your wife holds your family together. So how did the wife keep it all together for the entire family, father and sons? Well, you know, she really helped calm the driver, which everyone, all right, it's me. I'm the driver. You know, calm the driver, you know, offering, you know, her sandwich, trying to get everyone to share. It didn't end, really end up working out that well. But uh, in, in the end, we got to Thanksgiving. But the wife, you know, my wife, who's in the other room right now, kept, you know, in the end, keeps, keeps me calm, keeps me driving. And it may be a few fries, but at least the family is together in the car, which is a blessing in itself. For the quote out of this story, uh, once again, absolute spot on. As a lover of Dr. Pepper, uh, you have the quote, I think, from Lewis, one of your boys, or the, excuse me, the narrator's boys, quote, nobody ever has Dr. Pepper. Uh, explain why that's so critical. So uh, Lewis actually is the name of my son. I, I just left it as the name Lewis in the story because everyone knows it's about me anyway because how much I, I hate mayonnaise. But anyway, so the father orders uh, to the machine, the, the drive-in machine, he orders Dr. Pepper. And the, the person on the other side of the machine says, we don't have Dr. Pepper. And Lewis, who's my kid in the back, basically has to take the machine side and says, he always does that. He always orders Dr. Pepper. Nobody ever has it. Because it's kind of like a quirky drink you have here in, in, in the Northeast. I love it, but they don't have it, they don't have it everywhere. I know down south, I think you have Dr. Pepper and Mr. Pibb, and it's a big thing down here. But up here, it's kind of one of those weird things in the menu. Like, oh, they got Dr. Pepper? I'll have that. So 
Lewis had my son Lewis in the back. He's got to take the side of, of the fast food machine against his dad. That's not right. Just not right. So, Greg, with that, thanks, everyone, for joining us uh, for this episode. And I hope you'll join us again for our final episode of Effing Argentina. Thanks a lot, everybody. That's the book. <laughs>